All right. Welcome to episode 28 of Tuesdays with Perry. So today we're going to be talking about uh, the Florida State University uh, that has been seized by the DEI bureaucracy uh, in an opinion piece uh, by Christopher Rufo. Florida State University is now being ruled by radical politics that determine the school's values. And then there is a response from the FSU faculty and the Tallahassee Democrat that say it's rubbish. And Christopher Rufo targets FSU radical diversity program. We're also going to talk talk on um, Fox News story. Miami black leaders apologized to Governor Ron DeSantis after a member called him racist. Ron DeSantis expected to control Disney's district governing board. And then a little bit on Ron DeSantis' presidential prospects and a response from Trump. So let's see if we can't get Perry on the line. Hello? Hey, Perry, how's it going today? Rudy, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Let's get right into it. I know we wanted to get into this Chris Rufo piece. If people don't know, Chris Rufo is a conservative who is uncovering a great deal in the school systems having to deal with uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Most of us know a lot about that. If you haven't been at training at your workplace, you might, your kids might have encountered it at their schools. But he has taken on Florida State University and has been, uh, according to Fox News, Florida State University has been seized by the DEI bureaucracy. Florida State University is now being ruled by radical politics that determine schools' values. And then uh, the uh, Tallahassee Democrat uh, gives a response. FSU faculty calls it rubbish as Chris Rufo targets FSU. So... uh, why don't we start on that before we move on to some other stories about your governor? So, what do you what do you think about Chris Rufo? First of all, Perry, and um, what what's your inside baseball in FSU? Well, starting with Chris Rufo first, um, I've been following his work on many different things in the body politic for a few years now, and uh, one thing I've I've noticed about his work is that he is never criticized for being unable to defend his argument. He's criticized for speaking the truth. And um, I think with what he's written in the past few days with regard to what's happening in what was once a school I was so proud for my son to hopefully finish his degree at, um, now I'm beginning to wonder what's become of it. A uh, little inside baseball on that. Um, my better half, her uh, her high school boyfriend, uh, not only attended, but graduated with his bachelor's as well as a master's in, in, uh, in law enforcement. And um, he was, I think, 25 or more years on Tallahassee Police Department, graduate, uh, eventually, retired as a 
blue, I'm sorry, a uh, gold shield detective. So he, uh, he knows not only a great deal about Tallahassee, but intimately about FSU. And uh, last time we were in his company, about three years ago, um, he foresaw what was now um, published by Chris Rufo when when this new um, president had been put into uh, power running the school uh, more than three years ago. And he warned us then, and he said, as an active and contributing member to uh, the FSU Alumni Association, he made it clear to the powers that be within that organization that if they didn't put a stop to this, he was not only going to resign from his membership, but he was going to see to it he could pull as many people who are who are in the alumni association from it, um, and uh, and so he he has, and um, this has created a lot of turbulence up there in Tallahassee, and Chris Rufo through his uh, dogged efforts uh, is beginning to show the nation and the world just how far off the rails education in general, but more specifically, higher education has has fallen in this country, and um, it's it's a sad day for me to to see that such is the case now with at FSU. The good news is um, Chris Rufo is a force to be reckoned with within the state of Florida. Uh, Governor DeSantis sees him as such, and so. Things are changing here, it, and uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in in the next six months, year, and four years. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely see. Uh, Chris Rufo, if folks didn't know, has been appointed to the Florida Board of Trustees for the new College of Florida, which is another um, state university, so depending on what Chris Rufo does there, and he's already started to clean house, um, and apparently he's going to turn it into the Hillsdale College of Florida, um, we'll see if he uh, gets to maybe take a crack at some other state schools, including FSU. So I'm going to also move on to some other news here uh, from Fox News. Uh, we, we can hit these as quick as you want. I'm just going to go through the headlines here. Miami black leaders apologized to Governor Ron DeSantis after a member called him racist. DeSantis moved to restrict course on African-American history that he said pushed political agenda. And if folks didn't know, um, uh, uh, Pierre Rutledge, chair of the Miami-Dade Black Affairs Advisory Board, issued a statement on behalf of his board that apologized to DeSantis for a comment made on Wednesday meeting from a member who said our governor is racist. Um, but the reason is, was the governor uh, rejected African-American history advanced placement course due to the content about Black Lives Matter and queer issues. The college board removed aspects of the course Wednesday that were opposed by DeSantis, and the course will be reevaluated by the Florida Department of Education to determine its appropriateness for schools, so they did uh, budge there. Also... Uh, Ron DeSantis expected to control Disney District Governing Board 
if folks didn't know about this, um, the district where the property of Disney World lies is called Ready Creek, and the governor created a Ready Creek Improvement District that governs the property there that was um, uh, governed by members of the Disney Corporation, but is now gonna be governed by members that are appointed by the state Senate. So I want you to call, um, if you can comment on both those stories as well as Ron DeSantis presidential prospects in 2024, and you have Trump amplifies post claimings uh, that DeSantis was grooming high school girls. So if you can hit those in succession for me, um, I'd appreciate that, Perry. Well, um, getting back to what is taking place within the university system, uh, this is a first step. It's a much needed step. Um, you know, I think I already said Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, this is something that needed to be done eight years ago, not at the beginning of DeSantis' second term. So we'll wait and see. Um, as far as that's concerned, I'm I'm excited because is your governor um, ra- is your governor racist? <laughs> I, well, yeah, obviously he's a white man with blue eyes, and so therefore, automatically, it is safe to assume he's a racist because oh. by today's standards, anyone who disagrees with BLM is therefore racist <sighs> and a, and 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 a, a separatist and just about anything else you can you can throw into the mix. So, you know, with, with regard to this, again, this this guy had to apologize. And, uh, you know, that didn't make the news, even though you're reporting on it, Rudy, that didn't make the news. What made the news was that he was called a racist. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm emphasizing this. Well, because and, he, he won in, the, in that specific instance mm-hmm. where he got that... Uh, that course changed. Uh, so that's one victory. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not going to be uh, built in a day, but. Um... Right. Right. And, and, and so with, with that, you know, I'll take it. It's a plus any, I'll take a win any day, but it's a battle. It's not the war and every battle matters. And so right now, even when there is a, a, a temporary setback and, and we've seen this have to go through the courts, with regard to certain steps that the governor has taken over the past, um, I would say, 24 to 36 months, um, whether it, whether it is K through 12 or whether it's the universities or whether it's how the state of Florida or any municipality or county government conducts itself with regard to social justice warriors um, or this DEI nonsense, every time we we move down this road, we're going to get pushback, we're going to get blowback. And so what we have to do is keep pushing. This is how they've been successful over the past 50, 60 years in destroying what was a great American culture. If we have any shot of restoring it, it's going to take leadership like that, that you see every day, not every week, not every month, every day from the governor of the great state of Florida. And so, mo- yeah. only for him. And moving on to this row with Disney, um, uh, News- oh, I love this. Newsweek, it, it, Newsweek <laughs> is is saying that uh, conservatives are um, accusing 
DeSantis of massive capitulation in the row over um, Reddy Creek. Um, what's what's your hey? He's establishing he's establishing a governing zone, and he's taking uh, the Disney people off it and putting on state people. So I think that's a move in the right direction. I I don't really see it as a capitulation. What do you think? Well, what else can they call it? You know, he didn't he didn't take Disney and rip their own property away from them, right. as you know these liberal morons in in the lame brain media would have liked to see DeSantis do so that they could call him a fascist. No, what he did was he looked at the constitutionality of Reedy Creek development, Reedy Creek government. Um, I know it intimately well. Um, We've done work many, many years ago for Disney um, inside of Epcot. And it is unlike any other governing board within the state of Florida. It is, it is, is, and and most people do not understand anything about Reedy Creek. Reedy Creek is wholly owned by Disney, not Disney World, Disney. So the schmuck who now runs Disney is in essence the governor over the lands that Disney Inc. controls in Central Florida, of which there are millions of acres. Okay. So what DeSantis did was fix a problem that was caused by the legislature and governor of Florida back in the early 1960s when Walt Disney first came here and said, I want to build a Disneyland here in Florida even greater than what I have in Anaheim, it's going to be incredibly beneficial to the great state of Florida. But in order for me to do this, you need to grant me total control over all the land that my company is going to own. Because in those days, this is pre-EPA, they saw the writing on the wall and they didn't want government being able to dictate to them where they could dig a hole and call it a lake or where they could put a bridge over a swamp. And therefore they needed the state of Florida to give them this ultimate freedom. And that's why Reedy Creek was developed. Now Reedy up, up until recently, meaning in the, in the last several months, um, Disney controlled all of this. They had their own board of governors that they put in place, they were probably salaried, and they were members of Disney corporate. And so now they're gone. They've been replaced with a new board set up by DeSantis with the full approval of the state legislature constructing something different. And now these people who are being placed in positions of power, it's not going to be black and white as the lame brain media wants to portray this as these people have Disney's best interests at heart, but what they don't have is Disney's politics at heart. And so what's going to happen is taxes for the state of Florida that have been denied uh, Tallahassee for almost 70 years now um, 
are going to, or 60 years now, are going to go to Tallahassee. And taxes that are collected currently by Disney, by people who own private properties inside Disney, are no longer going to go to Disney. They're going to go to the state, and probably a certain amount of it is going to go to Orange or Osceola County, depending on what part of Disney that is. How is that bad? How is that a bad thing? It's all about having to pay um, homage to the taxpayers and to the citizens that live throughout that area of the state. So, you know, again, another great win for Ron DeSantis. Of course. Of course. Let's move on to the 2024 race. Uh, Fox is reporting Wall Street bullish on Ron DeSantis presidential prospects in 2024. And they write that analysts are already eyeing stocks that would perform well in a possible DeSantis administration, but he hasn't even announced yet. And Trump is amplifying posts claiming DeSantis was grooming high school girls when DeSantis was a teacher. There are photos of him drinking and partying with high school students where he worked. Uh, Any comment on that before we kind of move along? Um, The only thing I can say is, you know, if Donaldus Magnus can dig up any more dirt, bring it. Let's air it. I, I, Rudy, I said this to you before the 2022 elections. I told you then, the water's warm. Let's get in. Now, what's going to be interesting is to see if any of this sticks. But I am grateful to Donaldus Magnus for doing this, because if there's any truth to the matter, we might as well know about it now so we can deal with it. I still am a believer that this is going to be Trump's nomination to lose, not Ron DeSantis' uh, nomination to win. I still believe in my heart that um, Donald Trump is the de facto leader of the Republican Party. Again, you look at how many people he's gotten elected to both houses of of Congress. You look at how successful he was at placing um, judges on the federal bench. You look at how effective he was at dismantling entire departments of the federal government to take the jackboot off the throat of the American entrepreneur and, and corporate America so that we could start growing the economy again. Which we do. Yeah, we have to keep reminding people of this. You know, I, I am constantly educating people to the incredible growth under Ronald Reagan. People half our age, and I'm 61, people half our age weren't even born when Ronald Reagan was still in office. They have no idea except what has been told to them, that he was, uh, he was uh, a racist, that he was um, a hater of gay people, that he wanted gay people to die from AIDS. Yeah. This is what they're being taught. Yeah. The same thing has happened with, with Trump. Yeah. So my attitude is, if this is the road um, Donald Trump wants to go down, a year before we even get to primary season, I'm all for it because do you, do you, I, 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 let me just finish this yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one point Be, because the way 
Ron DeSantis is handling this is brilliant. It shows that he has truly mastered what it takes to not only deal with the lame brain media, who never talk about the effectiveness of his policies and how he's doing an incredible job running the state of Florida. But in addition to not talking about all the things he's accomplishing, all they do is try to destroy his character. Yeah. Well, if Donald Trump can't hand, if Donald Trump can hand them on a silver platter a, 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 uh, a story like this one, and they can't do anything with it, well, then we'll see who ends up becoming the nominee. Do you think, think, do you think DeSantis could be a trap? Do you think he could just be playing, uh, playing MAGA and playing uh, America first and then, you know, becoming president and then selling out the American people for either corporate America or, you know, about the left or something? Do you think, or, 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 or like, I don't know, Kissing the kissing the ring of Klaus Schwab or something. Do you think there's a trap in there? Maybe. I not to speak I ill of your governor, I, but you know I, I'm always I, leery I, about I, politicians. So. Well, well, so am I. But if you want to talk about someone kissing the ring of Klaus Schwab, look no farther than the old fart that's about to give a State of the Union message. <laughs> yeah, right. I I, 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 I can't I, mi- I can't miss that either, uh, because I, I mean I mean. I don't let's, think he's going to be able to to hold his his gas in that long, or he well, might have to fortunately, take. Fortunately, Fartwell might have to Fartwell take won't be close enough to the stage to take the heat for him. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, but, um, go ahead. Yeah, well, I just wanted to know if if I, I know you love your governor. We all like Ron DeSantis, what he's doing down there. So I just wanted to see if you know, because a lot of people are saying that you know a lot of Trump. Loyalists are saying, oh, Ron DeSantis, yeah, but as soon as he becomes president, he's going to, you know, go back to the well, World Economic Forum. and let, let's, let's, first of all, has he ever been there? To the best of my knowledge, the answer is no. Yeah. He has served this country with distinction, both as a Navy SEAL commander and as a JAG. He obviously is an incredible husband and father was he in navy was he in navy intelligence or no you said he was a seal commander no he was a seal commander um and a jag okay i don't know any more than that i don't know what he did and chances are if he did anything truly heroic uh as a seal behind um lines we'll never know anyway um so, but did he, did he, he was com- a JAG officer as well. <laughs> did he command a swift boat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, it, he was one of those guys standing up in Iraq and saying, help us, John Kerry. Yeah. We're stuck in Iraq. Right. And we- <laughs> Anyhow, so, getting, getting back to, yeah. go ahead. No, I just wanted to see you could finish up with that. Anything you, else you wanted to touch on um, before we close out? Well, a couple of things that I did want to touch on starting first of all with the traders in and I hate to say this because you know how you know me very well as a friend Rudy you know how much I admire respect um, members of the military especially commissioned officers who have given their lives in many many ways not not from a posthumous standpoint I'm talking about they dedicate their entire 
productive lives at great sacrifice to keep people like you and me safe and free. But, and it pains me to say this, but this, this four-star Air Force general that looked me in the eye through the lens of a camera this week and lied to me about how there was no reason for the American people to be concerned about this Chinese so-called weather balloon because it was impossible for, <laughs> yeah, for any intelligence to make it back to Beijing. Um, it defies any sense of logic and intelligence. Well, of course. And, 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 and for a man who's wearing four stars on his lapel, I'm sorry, on his shoulders, and wearing all those ribbons to lie to me, the only word I can say to him is, it's two words, actually three. You fucking traitor. Yeah. You fucking traitor. Treasonous. How dare you? Yeah. And it, it is true signs of treason. To say that they didn't have an opportunity to shoot this thing down because we were fear for the safety of the American people when they had opportunities beginning with the Aleutian Islands. Right. And then before it actually came on shore in Alaska. Yep. And then again in Montana, where well, there are less than 10 people per square mile. Yeah, mostly rural. Where, uh, not mostly. With the exception of Billings, there there really isn't any society. Hey, I drove I drove all the way across Montana. I know how sparse it is, so that didn't sit well. You know why they call it big? You know, my 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 late father in law once said to me, "You know, every every member of the Air Force wants to serve in Montana." And I and this is what this was thirty five years ago. And I said, "Well, "Well, Dad, why is that?" He said, because there's a beautiful girl behind every tree. <laughs> and I said, really? He said, yeah. You know how many trees there are in Montana? You can count them on two hands. Yeah. And so, so. Hey, I, do, I, I dated a girl from Montana, and she was from eastern Montana, and there are no trees there. So there, And, and so this is, this is his point. Yeah, she but, was hiding behind it, the one tree that was there. She was yeah. <laughs> And so. You know, when, when this Air Force general, who supposedly has made all these sacrifices throughout his adult life on my behalf, now looks me in the eye and lies to my face. When people, I, I, I understand it when politicians do it, but when a, when a member of the military does it, it kills me. It, yeah. it kills a small part of me because the military was the last, I, I don't even trust the FBI anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, so the military was the last part of the federal government I had any faith in. Yeah, I know. Now I, I'm beginning. Yeah, I, I never, I never trusted the uh, intelligence agencies. I trusted the military a little more. And here's a fact that you right. might not know: the Pentagon announced that they're going to be working with the government um, to have their own set of balloons up there uh, uh, conducting surveillance. <laughs> So the next time you see a balloon up this in the sky, it might be a DOD balloon. We don't know. Well, instead of using satellites to use facial recognition on every one of us in the country, yeah. now they'll have now they'll be using balloons instead. But but the, getting back to to my earlier point with regard to this this balloon, and then you look at how 
members of the Biden administration tried to go after Trump and say, and of course, he got right out there yeah. the moment they, they uttered his name and said, not only can I assure you I didn't know about this, it never happened yeah. while I was president. Yeah. And then, of course, Pompeo said it. And, um, oh, God, the former NSA. Um, O'Brien? I'm sorry. The, the, um, oh, man, what's his name? He was a member of Congress, and then Trump placed him as DNI. Um, Radcliffe. Oh, Radcliffe, I think Radcliffe he, right. But all, yeah. yeah, and O'Brien came out and rejected it too. And even Mattis has, has come out since then and said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. So so let, let's let's look at this for a second here. Has has Biden or anyone in Biden's administration called these people out as liars? No, they haven't. It was a excuse the pun here. It was a trial pl- balloon. Go ahead, roll tape. Uh, <laughs> it was a trial balloon. And it, that's exactly what happened. It fell to the ground like a lead balloon. Yeah. And it. And and so this this is something we better be really scared about because China has just proven to the rest of the world they can use us as their little whipping post anytime they want. Yeah. And 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 what do you think the Taiwanese are thinking right now? Yeah. What do you think they're thinking? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're right now they they know they can't depend on Uncle Joe. Yeah. Is he is is he is he doing anything? He's not doing a damn thing. All right. So we we better we better be careful because the world has just gotten a hell of a lot more dangerous. And if Indeed. people don't think so, just watch and see what takes place in the next six months. Yeah. And 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 lastly, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was um, it happened up in Canada over the past week. Um, there is this young man. Uh, he's 16 or 17 years old, <clears throat> excuse me. And he goes to, of all things, a private Catholic school in Canada. He has been not only suspended from school because he does not agree with uh, the trans movement, but now he's, as recently as today, been arrested <laughs> for, for for speaking out against this type of aberrant behavior and and simply saying why are we doing this to children yeah he's not he's not saying people can't do what they want to do with their bodies if they're an adult he's simply saying why are we doing this to children yeah why is this being taught in the school in a catholic school absolutely and 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 and, and no less in a catholic school yeah. so it's Trudeau. We better. You know, what's going on up there in Canada? Well, we used to not have you, you, to, we used to not have to worry about Canada. Now Canada sponsors Chinese military training, you know, in Canada. Right. Right. It's, it's out of control. Right. And 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 I'm sure it's also paid for by Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the demonic Grammys, you see that that was awful. <laughs> All right. So but, all right, man. We Go gotta ahead. we gotta leave it up, uh, leave it there, and um, we'll finish up uh, next week. Well, let's take a look at uh, Biden tonight, and if you want to talk about the Grammys, we can talk about it next week. <laughs> 
Yeah, nothing like talking about people being pissed on, right? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like my whole thing when I covered that in the podcast today, I'm like, let me guess this. Satan is bad. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> Freudian slip. Trump is bad for society, but Satan is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you understand. Yeah. Now take that to the take that to the plate. <laughs> All right, Rudy. I'm gonna let you go. Right. I, I I appreciate you letting me vent today. No um, worries. <laughs> good to talk to you, my friend. Likewise. Take right. care, buddy. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. All right, there goes Perry. This is episode 28, Tuesdays with Perry. We'll catch up with him next week. For those of you staying tuned, check out my podcast tomorrow, Rudy's Revelation. That's it for us. Peace out. <laughs>